We'd like to thank our podcast sponsors for supporting our programs. Here's a quick message. This is Debbie Marcello, host of the Happier at Home PRN podcast. Did you ever consider all of the potential cash revenue that you're giving away? What if you were to learn about services and products that you could keep in-house as opposed to referring your customers out? On my podcast, Happier at Home PRN, Learn from the experts who have expanded their services to increase revenue, earn out-of-pocket payments, all while increasing the quality of care in their community. Listen to our past podcasts and join us for future episodes where we focus on growing your pharmacy into a thriving business. And we're not talking about keeping your head above water. We're talking about wealth and the survival of your pharmacy. listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Pharmacy Podcast. Concussions has been a growing issue within all realms of sports. We have seen it come to life while watching NFL games, but it continues to cause issues even within our youth leagues around the world. For the longest time, treatment of them have differed from sport to sport. But for us in the pharmacy world, we want to discuss the use of omega fatty acids in helping patients post-concussions. Dr. Brandon Welch sat with me about a recent article he wrote about the use of omega fatty acids in helping repair the damage caused by concussions. While we all know a lot about the importance of how fish oil helps with heart condition, but how does it help in patients with brain injuries? Brandon breaks down what his research has discovered and how it can be used for all patients. Thank you for listening, and now let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. H here. We're here with Dr. Brandon Welch to discuss all that is about how to help with concussions. Uh, recently, Brandon posted an article in uh, Sports RX News, uh, the innovative use of omega-3 fatty acids in concussions. Uh, first off, Brandon, welcome back to the podcast. How are you, sir? Doing great, man. It's a pleasure to be back on. Good to see you. Yes, sir. How's Florida? It's good, man. Uh, you know how Florida is. The weather oh, yeah. is always kind of finicky. Right now, it's a gloomy Sunday. Really? Uh, for the most part, since it's spring. There's always sunshine and flowers out here. That's what I like to hear. You know, I'm here in Texas, and we had a hard freeze last night, apparently. It is 30 degrees outside, but I know you can kind of see from my window over here, it's sunny. But, man, yeah. it's 30 degrees outside. It's freezing. Hey, us Floridians aren't used to that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. So I, I want to get right into it, bro. Let's um, For everyone that uh, missed you on the first episode, Brandon, why don't you tell us a little about yourself, man? Yeah, so... Um, I'm currently right now, I'm the clinical wellness coordinator for Baptist Health. I work in sports medicine and orthopedics department, and I am also the editor-in-chief for the sports pharmacy news magazine, where we go over all topics um, in sports pharmacy, such as a topic we're going to be discussing today on concussions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, you've, we've had some really good episodes, some really good, uh, excuse me, uh, magazines that have come out. And concussions like i mentioned to you before we started is just near and dear to my heart mostly because i've suffered three myself so and it cut my career short so i, I know that's something that is obviously a hot topic in in football but we see it in other sports as well i mean i, I played center midfield in soccer and i still suffered multiple concussions um one of which was just the last of my career that i was able to 
I wasn't able to stop. I had to stop playing in college, man, because because of it. So um, I wanted to get you on. Wanted to talk about concussions, especially focusing on omega three fatty acids, man. So tell us a little bit about your article and uh, one of the things that you first mentioned about the two phases of uh, of TBI. Yeah, so to kind of give you guys a little background to start off with uh, with concussions is the interesting thing about concussions. First of all, it affects roughly about 3.5 million people a year, and this could this could be sports related or this can just be more motor vehicle injuries. And typically with concussions, it's a very microscopic injury, so it's a functional injury. It's not something you will typically see on uh, diagnostic imaging testing, such as your CT scans or your MRIs, because it's hard to see the structural damage that kind of goes on with any type of concussions that happen to the brain. So typically, you know, a SCAT, can, a SCAT assessment may be used, which stands for Sports Concussion Assessment Tool, and it is kind of a clinical syndrome as well. And so, you know, a lot of times they used to say that uh, concussions is known as like the silent epidemic because concussions yeah. for a while were unfortunately underreported because a lot of people were having a hard time trying to figure out, okay, how do we detect if this is a concussion? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they have score tests now in football, right? They have like a, uh, the, the name of the test fails me right now, but they have like a baseline test that you take when you first start playing football and then if they suspect the concussion, they make you take that same test again. And if it's lower, then you obviously had some sort of some sort of injury in your brain, right? Um, yep. so that's one of the things that you know I learned, um, especially you know researching concussions. Have you seen a show called uh, Blue Mountain State? No, never uh, even heard of it. Great show, hilarious about a college football program. It's more of a comedy. Um, in one of the episodes, the the best linebacker on the team clearly got a concussion like knocked out completely and even shows the the depths that coaches and doctors go through to hide their best linebacker from having a concussion enough so that they wouldn't wow. even use the word they'll only call it the c word um great show funny episode but it, it really brought to light and this is a huge thing in college football that they still do today and we saw that with your miami dolphins and tua which we'll get into in a second because that yeah annoyed the crap out of me bro i was so upset when i was watching that because same here man it was one of my one of my favorite quarterbacks i know man i was like i'm watching this guy like stumble around and you're telling me it's a back injury i was yeah. i was lost for words bro i was i'm watching and i'm like my not medical only pharmacist self figured out that this guy is clearly concussed and you put him back in the game dude they, they might have ruined his career seriously and that broke my heart man that, that truly broke my heart damn there Unfortunately, um, you know, things like this do do happen and could be underreported. Yep. And, um, you know, to give Miami Dolphins a little bit of the, the benefit of the Sorry. Doubt, I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you know, sorry. I'm a big Dolphins Yeah, fan. you are. You are. So I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. To give them the benefit of the doubt, you know, back to what I what I originally talked about on concussions being very microscopic. Yeah. Um, you know, it's hard for us to detect any structural damage and it's it, a lot of it's just hallmark symptom based. Um, yep. You know, what could have unfortunately fell into that category where they're trying to figure out, okay, what is kind of going on with this player? How do we diagnose them? Yeah. You know, no, so. I, I, I know teams will always look out for their players for sure. I'll let you bash the Panthers later. Okay. Is that fair? <laughs> All right. That's fair. Um, so let's, let's get into your article, man. So, 
Um, I'm very familiar with omega sixes. I'm very familiar with the you know the fish oils that patients take. But tell us a little bit more about omega threes and, and kind of why you wanted to focus on that for uh, for concussions. So I feel like omega threes is one of those essential fatty acids that are really overlooked. And so to just give you know our audience a baseline knowledge when it comes to omega three fatty acids, they are these important components um, to help protect ourselves and to also help provide it with structural supported communication between our cells, our cell membranes, right? And so with omega-3s, we have three type of omega-3 fatty acids. So we have our DHA, which is decosahexanoic acid. We have our EPA, which is decosapentanoic acid. And then we have our ALA, mm-hmm. our, our alpha-linolenic alpha acid. Yeah. Um, and essentially with our ALA, that's mainly plant-based and our DHA and EPA are mainly our fatty acids that we get from some of our freshwater fish, such as our salmon, our salmon, mackerel, herring, anchovies, our long, our, our long laundry list of marine fish out there. Specifically for this article, they looked at DHA. Uh-huh. DHA is a fatty acid that is very highly concentrated in the brain, in the retina, and the, in our central nervous system. And if you think about the brain chemistry and what the brain is composed of, about two-thirds of our brain is composed of fats. And on average, study shows that we don't get enough omega-3s on a daily basis. Is because just imagine, age man, the average person is not eating salmon, anchovies, herring mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis. Right. And our, and our requirements are typically anywhere between one to two grams a day. And so mm-hmm. in this particular study... Really uh, that much? I'll, yeah. Even in my supplement, I'm not taking enough, I don't think, man. <laughs> I didn't know. And because, because we don't consume enough of this essential, um, you know, of these essential fatty acids, mainly DHA, it often requires us to kind of supplement with it. And this article, you know, published by the American College of of Nutrition here, Mm -hmm. it talked about, you know, omega-3, specifically DHA's role in in combating and dampening um, some of the acute inflammation that you get from these traumatic brain injuries. Mm -hmm. Uh, One thing about DHA, which I thought I was just I was just Googling some some cool facts about DHA. DHA comprises over 90 percent of omega-3 fatty acids in your brain and up to 25% of its total fat content. And it's not just important just for, you know, obviously for, for uh, the role in your brain, but I know for a lot of, uh, for, a lot of for um, pregnancy, a lot of, a lot of the women patients are taking DHA to, to help with their pregnancy, and even as well as infants, man. That's a really big, important role for helping development of, of all the motor neurons. Um, so that's, that's really good that, and like, again, I'm, I'm reading these, this stuff, and I just can't believe how, how significant DHA is in our, in, our, in our body. And like you mentioned, we're not getting enough of it. Yeah, it's very well recognized in, uh, as you mentioned, motor, motor skills and for brain development. I mean, to be honest, you're starting to see, you're starting to see psych, psychiatrists actually recommend a lot of patients that suffer from ADHD mm-hmm. to increase their intake of DHA because it kind of goes back to the brain chemistry, right? And how DHA mm-hmm. is highly saturated in our central nervous system, in our brain for development and uh, cognitive performance. 
And uh, thank you for shouting out Adderall. Please check out our previous two episodes where we have part one and part two of why you don't need Adderall. Um, I sat down with Sean Casey and we talked about both the lifestyle modifications as well as um, nootropics to help with that. And DHA was one of the ones that we mentioned. So, man, thank, thank you for the shout out unintentionally. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's go in a little bit more about um, you put up here some some really cool ratios when it comes to omega sixes and omega threes. And and I, I know usually from what I remember, especially using Western diets, it's usually a one to one ratio of how much of the omegas. But you're what you're telling me, what you're seeing is that you're, they're suggesting more of a an increase ratio. Is that correct? Yes more of an increased ratio. And then kind of in the study that I kind of referenced here um, from, uh, from the Journal of American College of Nutrition is they actually looked at a, um, a patient who was in a motor vehicle accident who had axonal damage, who suffered from you know traumatic brain injury. And they actually showed with mega dosing this patient on DHA, and I'm talking H about, 20 grams. Yeah. Um, I was reading about that. Yeah. Yeah. About, about 20 grams. It helped get this patient back to, back to full recovery in collaboration That's with crazy. a few other things, yeah. of course. I mean, they were, but, he you was know, on a yeah. ventilator, right? The patient was on a ventilator. Uh, yeah. This was four months after injury and they thought that he was going to be in a per- permanent vegetative state. Like, yeah. This is how big of a deal this could be. Yeah. It, it, exactly. And so, you know, when it comes to when it comes to DHA, also, um, it has the ability to to increase what's called our D series of resolvins and protectants, which help kind of combat, again, the inflammation and some of those hallmark symptoms that you get from uh, concussions. Yeah. Um, so how much do you recommend patients to be taking of omega threes right now, man, for, especially for, you know, there's some like my wife, she doesn't like, uh, she doesn't like seafood, refuses to eat it, which to me was this close to being a deal breaker this close. Uh, <laughs> no, I love my wife dearly. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. um, what doses are you rec- recommending for patients to be taking omega threes and dosage form? So again, so there's, there, there's, there's, there's two sides to this answer, right? So specifically if you're trying to treat you know, um, cognitive, cognitive skills or for brain development to mask anything in the central nervous system, I would say increase your DHA intake to about 1.5 to 2 grams on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're trying to treat like heart health or any type of, uh, you know, chronic inflammation, I'd say focus more on your EPAs of getting two to three grams of your EPA because the EPA fatty acid, the acosapentaenoic acid, and I'll reference the reduce it trial that shows to help reduce, you know, cardio to help improve cardiovascular health and to reduce any cardiovascular inflammation that you have going on in the body. And also to take things a step further, um, there is also really good research out there to support the use of DHA and EPA to reduce what's called DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness. So for any of our weekend warriors or high competitive athletes out there, if you're trying to increase or improve your recovery time, you know, a good ratio of two to one of EPA to DHA Uh is going to help, you know, speed up that recovery time for you as well. 
Um, yeah, that's that's. I, I'm glad you mentioned the DOMS thing because I, I can tell you as a as a person that works out, you know, four days a week myself, uh, especially after leg day, man, that DOMS is comes on quickly. And it does. It really does, <laughs> man. I I know it says delayed onset, but like the first day, like oh, I'm kind of sore. It's it's okay. I can I can handle it. And yeah. I swear to you, the next day it's like I can't even go downstairs anymore, man. It's that bad. <laughs> so, it's, um, so before I let you and go, then, man, let's um, let's let's talk you, about sports. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And then also, it's one of the things that I did want to recognize. I want to make sure that um, our audience is also aware of consuming high quality sources. Thank you. Yes. Of DHA as well. So I always say, remember, remember this acronym and let it stick with you. Smash for the highest quality fish that have the least amount of mercury, mm-hmm. such as our sardines, our mackerels, our anchovies, our salmon and our herring. Down the list, those five sources of fish have the richest amount of DHA. I'm going to I want you to repeat that at the end um, after we're we're, while we're wrapping it up, um, because that's that's really important. man. And that's because a lot of people don't know where to get good quality fish from. Right. So it's it's something that um, people should remember. So when when we're wrapping up, um, we're going to I want I want him to repeat that. We'll put it in our social media. We'll make a cool graphic with it. Um, So let's let me let me just change subjects real quick. Because I want to give you a chance to bash my my crazy Panthers for <laughs> whatever they decided to do with trading my boy DJ Moore, which I love DJ Moore, and yeah. a slew of picks for the number one pick. How bad do you think my Panthers are going to screw it up? That's what I want to hear. Hey, th- this year is not going to be their season, man. Um, unfortunately, God, it seems so like they're it, it, it seems like they're breaking down to rebuild. It seems like they're planning to build their team. You give away picks. To next- <laughs> to, I don't, it doesn't make any sense in my head. Like, I just, I don't get it. Like, I, I just, oh, man. I, uh, don't make any sense to me either, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we, I, I understand that, you know, with football, they're, 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 people get multiple chances. Frank Reich clearly failed in Indiana. Like, they fired him in Indianapolis. They fired him. They moved on because he didn't have a good quarterback, right? Like, I, I feel like yeah. with Matt Ryan and whoever they trotted out out there was going to be the issue. And you can speak to this as a Dolphins fan for a long time is that teams suffer when they don't have a good quarterback. Like we were lucky to have Cam Newton for a long, for a long time. Absolutely. Hey, the and quarterback, you know, that's the floor general. Right. I mean, we made it to the Super Bowl with Ted Ginn as our number one receiver. Ted Ginn. Tells you a lot, man. And like Cam Newton was an MVP with Ted Ginn. Like, that just blows my mind. And, yeah. for, and the Dolphins just got Jalen Ramsey. I feel like you guys are going in the right direction. We're hiring people's trash. That's how it feels like to me right now. <laughs> Honestly. Man, you, you know, Dolphins. You know, our Dolphins, man, uh, we had an exceptional offensive team last year. Right. I think where we lacked was our defense. And so this pickup from the Dolphins of Jalen Ramsey and to even add to that, picking up uh, a top defensive coordinator, Vic Vic Fangio, um, I think that we are building – we're building a dynasty team. You know, Tua – you I know, love to have uh, Tyreek Hill, yep. Waddle. Uh, you know, we just re-signed. You know, our our running back. So our offensive our offensive team is exceptional. And then now we're adding to, you know, our defense and adding Jalen Ramsey. I think uh, I think this 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 looks like a Super Bowl Super Bowl year for us. Whoa, that's bold, man. AFC yeah, man. East, AFC needs <laughs> to be loaded though, man. It's it's loaded, yeah. but I'm confident. Uh, you know, just thinking about how the Dolphins started off last season, man. Mm-hmm. I think we started off with like eight and three. Yep, 
Yeah. And then, um, you know, Tua, unfortunately, you know, suffered from that concussion. And I think that kind of, um, you know, decreased his game a little bit throughout the year. But if he's back full, almost close to 100 percent next season, I think we got a good sh- I think we got a good shot at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, also, right now, the March Madness is going on. Um, and remind me, do, do you have a uh, do you have a team that's still in the tournament? No, unfortunately, my I, I like the University of North Carolina, man. I like that's my, my school. UNCs. That's my school. That's my yeah. school. <laughs> <laughs> I like those guys. But yeah. for the purpose of March Madness, um, I'm going with UCLA because I've been following my guy, Amari. Um, my guy, Amari. Uh, oh, what is his last I'm name? I don't know exactly what I'm talking about. Amari Bailey. There Amari Bailey. Yeah. It's crazy because I used to watch this guy all throughout high school. He went to Sierra Canyon. Really? Uh, with, with with bronze, um, with bronze son, Bronny. Yeah. And I mean, he was easily a 25, 30 plus a night game score. And then to see what he's doing on UCLA, mm-hmm. um, you know, averaging around 11, you know, two dimes a day, two, two dimes a game. Yeah. Um, and so I think, I think UCLA, man, and he's I'm only 19. Yeah, Mario's only 19. I had no idea. He's only he's only nineteen, and I think yeah. he has so much potential and upside that yeah. uh, I'm gonna stick with him. That's fair. Yeah, to to talk about my Tar Heels, um, it was tough to start out as the preseason number one, and then not even make the tournament. That was that was tough to watch. Um, I'm a big Hubert yeah. Davis fan, and I just think that we we relied too much on our top on our starting five i mean there was no depth and last year it worked luckily like we made it to the finals but um that was a very special team the only thing i'm happy about is that we ruined coach k's night three times last year so that was by far my favorite thing and, and duke's out of the tournament so they can get they can go they can go home Man, it's, it's 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 crazy watching march madness because it feels like there's a lot of dark horses there is you yeah. know you look at you look at purdue that got upset that was, was almost unheard of it's a bunch of kansas. giants on that team yep yeah yeah man kansas got upset Yep, Duke is out. Yep, UM. We almost seen them blow a game. Didn't, didn't Princeton just make it to the Sweet Sixteen? I believe Princeton. Yep, what I believe Princeton. Fifteen made seed. It, That's crazy. Yeah, fifteen seed. Yeah, and so I mean, it seems like the championship in March Madness is kind of up in the air at this yeah. point. It's been a weird year in basketball for sure. Um, so you have UCLA winning it. Yeah, I'm going UCLA? with UCLA. Okay, I'm going. With, I'm, I'm going with my guy Mari Bailey. I, I was watching a lot of. Uh, Alabama and those guys are just bigger than everybody out there, man. They're faster, and I know they're in the SEC, which is not great, but they're they're a good team, man. I'd, I'd watch Alabama and see how they do. Um, Brandon, I, I really appreciate your time, your time, man. Um, let's do a quick recap for everyone in the episode. Um, I want you to kind of tell us a quick overview of everything that we talked about, and then please bring up the smash thing again, please. Of course. So um, this episode, we talked about concussions and how this is you know, a microscopic injury, and it's important to play, pay attention to those hallmark symptoms such as headache, loss of memory, and figuring out, figuring out what are some innovative approaches to add to the already treatment protocol that um, is already in place, such as the use of omega-3 fatty acids, mainly increasing your concentration of DHA and focusing on those high-quality sources of it, such as the acronym SMASH that I mentioned in the earlier um, part of this part of this recording. Um, 
our, our sardines, our mackerels, our anchovies, our, our salmon and our hand and our herring. And I'm going to be a little bit pedantic when it comes to salmon. Make sure that it's wild caught salmon yep, yep, is because yep. the quality and the nutrition value is not the same when it comes to wild caught when it comes to wild caught versus uh, farm raised salmon. Mm -hmm. um, I do have a favorite brand that I get uh, of salmon. Uh, Costco sells individually wrapped frozen wild Alaskan salmon. Um, it's That's already the one I do, man. That's the best one. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I appreciate your time, Brandon. Where can we uh, where can we find you on social media, man? SportsRxNews.com, um, where we highlight a lot of different sports pharmacy topics. Um, and then also my personal brand, PharmacyAthlete.com, where I go over different human performance strategies, such as training, sports nutrition. Um, so, yeah, that's the best way to follow, follow me on social media. My IG handle is also Pharmacy Athlete. And then on LinkedIn, just my regular name. And then we have our business page, SportsRx News. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't joke around when I say that when I watch Brandon on IG, um, a lot of times he's giving some really good information, but he has no business looking that good when he does it, though, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll take that as a good compliment, Attaboy, man. Yeah. Anyway, man, is, uh, it was a what what can we expect on the next issue of uh, Sports Pharmacy News? So our next issue, we are going to be going over alternatives to Adderall since Adderall is a big shortage right now. What are some other ways? And this is actually one of the topics we're going to be talking about, too, in our next issue nice. is the increase of DHA's, DHA. And then, you know, my guy, Sean Casey, as always, is putting out good content. Shout out to Jessica Beal, too, yep. who puts out amazing content in the magazine. So that's going to be our next topic for the Sports RX News edition. Awesome, man. Awesome. Brandon, happy Sunday, bro. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Uh, it was good talking to you, Red. Happy Sunday, man. Take yes. it easy. Thank you for listening. If you really enjoyed our content, consider giving us a five-star review anywhere that you get your podcast. Follow our Instagram for all the up-to-date news at Sports Pharmacy Pod, as well as me, your host, at Dr. Mixalot on all social media profiles. As always, stay well, stay hydrated, and I'll catch you next time.